0: Welcome to Smart Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome back to the Smart Cleaning School podcast, helping visionaries make the impact that they were meant to make. Welcome back to Solo Saturdays. Also, Solo Cleaners, this is your monthly special dose of goodness. This one's called, Are You Afraid of Success? Well, I am here for you, Solo Cleaners. Have you enjoyed these bonus episodes just for you? We're just coming off the Christmas season. New Year's and now we're going hard at setting 2022 business goals and family goals and health goals and right all that stuff I want to share a scene from one of my favorite movies that we watch every year just before Christmas it's it's a wonderful life the scene that I'm going to share is a turning point in the life of George Bailey as he decides to follow his calling into the great unknown to help people, rather than bowing to the almighty dollar that Mr. Potter was offering. So see if you recognize this scene. I will act it out. <clears throat> okay, here we go, guys. All right. One, a two, a three. Quite a cigar, Mr. Potter. You like it? I'll send you a box. Well, I suppose I'll find out sooner or later, but just what exactly did you want to see me about? George, now that's just what I like so much about you. George, I'm an old man, and most people hate me, but I don't like them either. So that makes it all even, you know, just as well as I do. That I run practically everything in this town, but the Bailey Building in Lone. You know also that for a number of years I've been trying to get control of it, or kill it, but I haven't been able to do it. You have been stopping me. In fact, you have beaten me, George. And as anyone in this county can tell you, that takes some doing." Take during the Depression, for instance. You and I were the only ones that kept our heads. You saved the building and loan, and I saved all the rest. Yeah, well, most people say you stole all the rest. The envious ones say that, George, the suckers. Now I have stated my side very frankly. Now let's look at your side, young man, 27, 28 married making say 40 a week 45 45 45 out of which after supporting your mother and paying your bills you're able to keep say 10 if you skimp a child or two comes along and you won't even be able to save the 10 now if this young man of 28 was a common ordinary yokel, i'd say he was doing fine George Bailey is not a common, ordinary yokel. He's an intelligent, smart, ambitious young man who hates his job, who hates the building and loan almost as much as I do. A young man who's been dying to get out on his own ever since he was born. A young man, the smartest one of the crowd, mind you. A young man who has to sit and watch his friends go places because he's trapped. Yes, sir, trapped into frittering his life away, playing nursemaid to a lot of garlic eaters. Do I paint the correct? picture or do i exaggerate oh what's your point mr potter my point, my point i want to hire you hire me i want you to manage my affairs run my properties george i'll start you out at twenty thousand dollars a year twenty thousand twenty thousand dollars a year "'You wouldn't mind living in the nicest house in town, buying your wife, a lot of fine clothes, a couple of business trips to New York a year, maybe once in a while, Europe? You wouldn't mind that, would you, George?' "'Would I? You're not talking to somebody else around here, are you? You know, this is me, remember? Me, George Bailey!' Oh, yes, George Bailey, whose ship has just come in, provided he has enough brains to climb aboard. Holy mackerel. Well, what about the building and loan? Oh, confound it, man. Are you afraid of success? I'm offering you a three-year contract to $20,000 a year starting today. Is it a deal or isn't it? Well, Mr. Potter, I I know I ought to jump at the chance, but I I just, um, I I wonder if if I could be possible if you give me 24 hours to think it over. Sure, 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 you go home and talk about it to your wife. I'd like to do that, yeah. In the meantime, I'll draw up the papers. Uh, All right, sir. Okay, George. Uh, Okay, Mr. Potter. No. No, 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 wait wait a minute here, wait a minute, I don't need 24 hours, I don't have to talk to anybody, I know right now, and the answer is no, no, doggone it, you sit around here and you spin your little webs and you think the whole world revolves around you and your money, well it doesn't Mr. Potter, and in the whole vast configuration of things I'd say you were nothing but a scurvy little spider, y- you, and that goose for you too! Ta-da! How'd I do? That's one of my favorite scenes from the movie. Okay, let's move on. George leaves Potter's office with a renewed purpose and all the passion to help more of the people in Potter's slum to get affordable homes of their own. It's a great scene. I want you to focus in on one line in the middle where Mr. Potter slams his fist on the table and says... Oh, confound it, man. Are you afraid of success? I'm offering you a three-year contract at $20,000 a year starting today. Is it a deal or isn't it? This offer would have increased George's income by eight and a half times. Roughly speaking, Potter was offering George a raise in today's dollars from what George was earning around $35,000 per year in today's dollars to over $300,000 per year in today's dollars. So from 35000 to $300,000, mister Potter was offering George Bailey. How could he turn that down? Well, we all know the reason. George was a man of principle and ideals. And he wasn't going to give Potter what he wanted. The only building he couldn't get his hands on, the building and loan. But let's turn the table and see through Mr. Potter's eyes. Because he's right. He did state his case very clearly. Mr. Potter says this, Are you afraid of success? Potter knows the life of living in abundance. Yes, he wants the building alone, but he genuinely wants George on his team and he will pay him anything. The whole town loves George and he has been strong and astute enough to beat Potter for years. Potter cannot believe that George won't accept his offer He is offering his family a chance to join the wealthy class and never be in want again. Potter believes that George is way underperforming in income compared to his value and influence. Potter knows talent and sees that George is worth $20,000 per year on a three-year contract. He's not making this number up. That's what he really sees his worth. That's incredible to me. George is earning one amount of money, $1 figure, but the rich man sees him differently. He thinks that he's worth way more. Why would he think that? Because if George were truly handling Mr. Potter's affairs, his properties, and managing it, Mr. Potter would make more by hiring George than he'd be spending on his $20,000 salary. So Mr. Potter might make 25000 or 30000 And so him, it's an investment. He's not just doing it to try and finagle or manipulate. Like that's part of it for sure. But if you look through Mr. Potter's eyes, he genuinely sees the value and the worth of George Bailey to be 20000 But George Bailey doesn't see his value or worth being 20000 He sees it being $45 per week, which is around $2,000 per year. So why does Mr. Potter say, are you afraid of success? I believe here's why. Because Mr. Potter, as much of a curmudgeon he is, and as old and mean a man he is, and heartless and everything, he is an astute businessman. He recognizes the talent of George Bailey. He knows that if he were to invest $20,000 into George, George would probably make him, like I said, 30000 or 40000 Mr. Potter sees one version of George Bailey, the $20,000 per year George Bailey. George Bailey only sees the two dollars to $3,000 per year George Bailey at the building and loan. Now, George measures wealth differently. Obviously, he looks at people served. Mr. Potter's not like helping anyone. He's like a slumlord. But for the point of this message, just wanting you to see through the eyes of Mr. Potter, Mr. Potter sees an upper limit challenge in George Bailey. Potter tries to wake up George. Like, George, are you afraid of success? Are you? I'm telling you, this is what I'm willing to pay you. This is not a farce. Sign the stinking contract, dude. (laughs) This is what he wants. Potter wins both ways. He gets someone that's going to make him money, and he gets the building alone. That is a great deal on his part. And George, he has to give away the thing that that his family poured so much into, but then he gets to be wealthy. He chooses the high road. And in this situation, I would too. But George doesn't learn from it. If George had the mental capacity, the business owner's mindset, as Mr. Potter did, then he would recognize his own upper limit challenge, and he would start to create more income. He's worth so much more. Sam Wainwright was not that much smarter. Matter of fact, his best ideas were given to him by George. So Sam Wainwright is just a guy that took more action, and that's why he's so wealthy. Now, George never wanted money. It wasn't that important to him. So it's kind of a moot point to begin with, but I wanted to share this with you. It's a favorite movie of mine, and I just wanted you to not look through the eyes of just George, but look through the eyes of the wealthiest man in town. He sees George differently than George sees George. And that's true for a lot of us. Solo cleaners, let me ask you an important question. Are you staying solo for the right reasons? Is your goal to keep it simple, clean a few days per week, and earn forty dollars to $60,000 per year? Awesome. That's a great goal. I did it. I teach it. Awesome. Go after it. In fact, take my ISO model course to show you how in the Solo Elite Membership. I'll also ask you this. Are you afraid of success, solo cleaners? Are you not scaling your business with a team and systems because it's hard and you may not make it? Is fear holding you back? Is your dream bigger than a solo cleaning company can provide? If so, you need to go in and face your fear, like the buffalo in A Buffalo Charges the Storm with Debbie Sardone. I'm not trying to get you to follow me in scale. I was a happy optimizing solo cleaner for 16 years. It was awesome. I'm just asking you to evaluate your reasons for not scaling. Are you afraid of success? And with that, we wrap up the next installment of the Solo Saturday. Have an incredible rest of your weekend. And I look forward to talking to you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to Smart Cleaning School. Class is dismissed.